0: Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to the Mind Body Balanced podcast. Um, this is Alessandra Capasso, Ali Capasso, whatever you want to call me, whatever you know me as. Um, and today I am going to be talking all about intuitive eating. Um, I'm going to be telling you guys what it is, how I practice it, and how I think it can really change your life. Uh, to reject diet culture, and to reestablish a positive connection with food. So what is intuitive eating? Well, essentially, intuitive eating is eating whatever you want, when you want, and how much of it that you want. Now, um, some of you guys might be thinking, well, Does that mean I'm just going to eat sweets and burgers and unhealthy food all the time? Because that's what I'm craving. And so that's what I'm going to do. No, that is not the case at all. Intuitive eating is essentially just really tuning into your body and your cravings and rejecting diet culture and rejecting that whole good and bad food mentality. So There is this cycle um, that a lot of people struggle with, whether you have an eating disorder or not, and it is the binge and restrict cycle. And so intuitive eating really focuses on healing that. So whenever you are on a diet, let's just say you have chosen to eat paleo, so you're not eating any processed sugars, processed foods, uh, you're not eating any carbs, well, processed carbs. So you are going to start craving that during the time that you are participating in this diet. And for some people, the craving gets so incredibly overwhelming that you end up completely breaking this quote unquote diet and binging. You find yourself in the freezer late at night binge eating a pint of ice cream, you might have one too many servings of pasta and you feel very out of control. And then the next day you wake up, you immediately feel guilty and so you restrict yourself and so on and so forth. So the theory is with intuitive eating, the more you restrict yourself from certain foods and food groups, the more likely it is that you're going to end up binging on this so, intuitive eating is all about balance. And this is a way of eating that I recommend to everybody, whether or not you are in recovery from an eating disorder. I think that everyone in this world gets caught up in diet culture one way or another. So, there are 10 principles of intuitive eating that I will just briefly touch on, and then I will share with you guys my take on it and, um, a little bit how I incorporate that into my lifestyle. So the first principle of intuitive eating is reject the diet mentality. So whether you believe it or not, a diet culture is still so real. It's not necessarily the Weight Watchers diet or the Atkins diet. It's the intermittent fasting, the keto diet, the paleo diet, the plant-based diet, um, and if, you are, if you're participating in these diets because you don't have a health issue or let's just say veganism or plant-based, for example, unless you have an ethical reason, then there's no reason why you should be eating like that, um, especially if you're eating like that to lose weight and because it is quote unquote deemed healthy. So reject the diet mentality. That is the first principle of intuitive eating. The second one is honor your hunger. So listening to your hunger cues. For example, a lot of people have that rule of not eating past a certain time at night. I think for some people, they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to eat past eight o'clock," um, because that's going to lead to weight gain. Well, if you're sitting in bed, reading a book or you know doing whatever, and you feel your stomach growling, you should honor that and you should go get something to eat. So that's the second principle. The third principle is to make peace with food. So much easier said than done, but essentially the goal of this principle is to not view food as bad or necessarily good. Look at it in a way that is fueling your body and also just celebrating what food has to offer. Food can be enjoyed. It doesn't have to be used just for fuel. So that is the making peace with food principle. The fourth one is challenge the food police. So those people that tell you, oh, you shouldn't be eating that. You're eating too much of that. Oh, well, I heard if you eat this, then you're going to gain weight. And if you eat this, you'll lose weight. Challenge those people, call them out respectfully and be like, thank you so much for sharing your input. But That is just not the way that I view food, and that's not the way that I want to view food. The fifth principle is discover the satisfaction factor, and this goes along with making peace with food. So enjoy your food and allow yourself to feel satisfaction from eating things that taste good and make you feel good. The sixth principle is feel your fullness, which goes along with honor your hungry, Or honor your hunger. Um, So stop whenever you are full. Don't keep eating. Don't keep overeating because then that just leads to a really uncomfortable space and you're more likely to restrict yourself because you're feeling overwhelmed with how much you ate. And there's some guilt and shame along with that. The seventh principle is cope with your emotions with kindness. So if you're having just a bad body image day or a bad food day or just a bad day in general, treat yourself with kindness. Allow yourself to feel those feelings rather than run from them and honor that. The eighth principle is respect your body. Respect what it does and respect whenever it is exhausted and it's telling you to take a break. And also respect what it's communicating to you. Is it hungry? Is it full? What is it craving? The ninth principle is feel the difference with movement. So this goes into intuitive exercise, which is also something that I'm a really big proponent of, is moving to feel good rather than to obtain a certain body size or a certain number on the scale don't exercise because you feel obligated to. So you feel good about your body. Exercise because it makes you feel good. And it's a way of celebrating what your body can do. And I know that this is a really, really big struggle with a lot of people is, you know, eating poorly or quote unquote poorly. And then feeling like you just have to compensate for that by exercising the next day or that same night the 10th and final principle of intuitive eating is honor your health and welcome gentle nutrition. So really, like I've said before, listen to your body, take your health into an account and eat the foods that are going to nourish you, but also enjoy the foods uh, that might not necessarily provide those vitamins. So have a kale salad if you're feeling like a kale salad, but also have some ice cream if you're feeling like having ice cream. So those are the 10 intuitive eating principles. I really recommend that you guys kind of break down each one and think about what that's going to look like for you because intuitive eating looks different for everyone. So with that being said, Intuitive eating is something that I have started probably within the last couple of years. I want to make more of an effort to do this daily, but I do find that when I have those more difficult days where eating just seems like a chore, it is helpful for me to plan out my meals so I am keeping myself accountable. But on the other hand, intuitive eating is amazing because I can wake up and I can either have avocado toast or cereal, or a donut if I feel like it. And there's no rule as to what I can and cannot eat. I do not believe in good and bad foods. And I think that that's something that a lot of people deal with in today's culture is labeling certain foods as good and labeling certain foods as bad. And it's time to erase that mindset. So for me, um, before I eat a meal, and, and when I go grocery shopping, let me just back this up. I used to have a really bad habit of like meal prepping and planning and really like thinking about all the meals I was going to eat throughout the week. And I do that to an extent. I think about, okay, what's going to sound good for this week? For example, it was really cold here in Texas a couple of weeks ago. So I was like some soups and some comfort food is going to be amazing. So that is what my grocery list was based on. And when I go to the grocery store, I also really think about challenging myself and picking up snacks that aren't necessarily deemed as healthy. So I think for the first time since like high school, I picked up a pack of Oreos because it just sounded good or picking up goldfish or Cheez-Its, something that's not quote unquote clean eating. And so really challenge yourself, even if it's just picking up one item you're more likely to be intuitively eating throughout your week if you have that food readily available. Because nothing's worse than craving some Oreos and all you have in your pantry is dark chocolate, almonds. That's boring. So, have that food accessible and challenge yourself when you go to the grocery store. I mean, get the good food, get the food that that gives you nourishment and vitamins and nutrition but also get the foods that you just enjoy and stuff that you've enjoyed as a kid. I'm going to the grocery store later today and I have just really been creating gushers. So that's what I'm going to get because that was one of my favorite snacks as a kid growing up. And why can't I have that as an adult as well? So Intuitive eating looks different for everyone, but it is something that I really, really encourage. I think it will completely transform your relationship with your food and your relationship with your body. And guess what? Eating what you want when you want is not going to lead to this huge amount of weight gain. You're going to be okay. I've actually stayed at the same weight for like two years now. Of course, things fluctuate but i promise you your body is not going to change drastically and if it does it's because you were sustaining a weight that was not natural for your body because i'm also a big believer that everyone has a set point weight meaning that your body is going to do whatever it can to get back to that um whenever you're eating intuitively and moving intuitively exercising intuitively Your body is going to be at this range that it is just the most comfortable in. And that's what it's meant to be at. Um, There's no extreme measures of control that are being um, enforced by you. So that is kind of all I have about intuitive eating today. I wanted to just really explain what it was and kind of just talk about my experience with it and what I do. Of course, I want to start incorporating this on a more regular basis because I do find that it's very helpful and very healing for me. So um, a couple of really great, I guess, influencers or people like with podcasts and stuff that I love um, following along their journey And their journey with intuitive eating. I love Victoria Garrick. I really like Kate Noel. I think they are two amazing intuitive eaters, as well as Brittany Lancaster. She's actually like a body positive TikToker. TikToker, I guess that's a word. Yeah, TikToker, influencer, whatever. There's just so many terms nowadays, but look into it and try it out for a day. I mean, just try. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But Intuitive eating is amazing, and it might not work for everyone, but I do think that it's something that a lot of people can benefit from. So that is all. That is all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening to Mind Body Balanced, and I will see you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye.